you can't get yourself to take that first step. And we do that deep dive through the waves method to say, you know, why are you taking that first step? And we do future visioning exercises. If you take that first step, what's it going to look like? And are you going to be happy when you do it? It's like a crystal ball. And then that step changes. So we get you to take that first step. You do that thing. You put the 10 seats at your event. And now it's, how do we get 100 seats? How do we get 1,000? How do we get a place big enough to hold 1,000 people? So better questions, better answers, better life, better business, right? Welcome to Million Dollar Flip Flops, the podcast that invites you on a transformative journey diving deep into the minds of thought leaders, game changers, and business builders from around the world. We explore pivotal moments, motivations, challenges conquered, and the inspiration that fuels their success. Guiding you on this journey is none other than Roderick Lenhart, a multi-seven-figure business owner, number one best-selling author, international speaker, and certified business coach. Time to buckle up, because here we go. All right, gang. Moved out to the pool. It's a high traffic area at the villa today uh, and had a stray cat. So anyway, as promised, I'm going to share with you the 10 things you need to look for when deciding between hiring a coach, hiring a consultant. And then we'll touch a little bit on the difference between those and also a therapist. So role of purpose. And you know, a coach typically is going to look at you as a person. They're going to look at your mindset. They're going to look at your personal development. Where a consultant is there for a very specific task. They don't really care at the end of the engagement. So say you hire a coach for six months or a consultant for six months. They don't care if you're a better person when it's done, if they're a consultant. They just care that the task was finished. Whatever they're brought in to fix, that's all they care about. It it is a limited engagement. And if you're the exact same person you were when you started, that doesn't matter. A coach looks very much more at the whole person and your own personal development that will allow you to solve the next problem easier on your own. So, you know, I always say a coach expands the long-term capability of the client. So eventually you get to, once you understand some of these principles and certainly in what we do at the Waves Method, like it is meant to give you the tools that you can use for the next 20 or 30 years. You don't need to bring me in every time you make a decision. We go through it once. You learn how to develop the system on your own for yourself, and you have that result forever. You can go back and utilize those tools anytime you want. So, you know, a coach, let's talk approach. That's number two. A coach asks a lot of questions. And we like to say that in the coaching industry, the client is creative, resourceful, and whole. And that is why I don't, you know, my clients right now, as we speak, range from a hospital CEO, an accountant. Um, someone who does real estate closings, uh, someone who is a senior VP um, in corporate America, and an HR consultant, and in three different countries. So you know, I only work with five or six people at a time, but I'm not an expert in those industries. That would be a consultant. So if you hire me as a coach, I come in, I know the questions to ask to get the answers out of you. You are a creative, resourceful, and whole. You just need, much like Michael Jordan had Phil Jackson or the guy videotaping his golf swing, you need somebody on the outside looking in to help you with these things. It's You're too close to your own situation to see the answer, even though it may be right in front of you. And that's not a weakness. It's it's human nature. You know, it's I say uh, the best eye surgeon in the world can't do surgery on his own eye, and that's why you're you're just too close to your situation. So that's the difference, kind of, in the approach between the two. 
Number three, ownership of the solution. So a consultant has a very specific task when they come in, you know, the Bobs on Office Space, if you remember that movie. Like they're there to perform, they have a mission and they are going to get that mission done and they are an expert in completing that mission. That's why you hire them. Where a coach, it's more open-ended. They encourage you to take ownership of whatever it is that, that we're working on together. So the coach is there to guide you. They give you not necessarily the map. They give you the destination and they know the right questions to ask to get you to each city on your trip. And But ultimately, you are in control of how that turns out versus a consultant, which is a very specific, limited engagement. And they're there for one, one mission and one mission only. Um, time frame, you know, coaching, we have folks that engage in a, in a really quick, especially if they're doing the waves method, you, know, you can do a four hour intensive and you're done. I don't necessarily recommend that, but people are busy and they, they fast track, get me there, get me there, get me there. I've certainly been that person many times. I'm sure you've been that person many times, but typically we're working with somebody over 12 months and that's by design because some of the things that we're doing, such as diving deep into your values and building your why stuff, life and business has to happen to you for those things to have the greatest effect and to stick and to be a long-term tool you can use for the rest of your life. Where a consultant is there for a month, two months, six months, a year, but it is a limited engagement with a specific result. And that's it. They don't, there is no kind of open-ended, what do we do next? We either did the thing or we didn't do the thing. So that's what I mean by time frame. So expertise. Um, we touched on this a little bit in number one, but that's number five. So Expertise in your industry. Again, my clients range from a really a really wild range of professions, and I'm not an expert in any one of their arenas. You know, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, so when I'm working with an entrepreneur or a small business owner, um, yeah, I can provide some insight, and that's why I said it in the intro. Sometimes it may be better for you to have a coach. You want the personal development. You want to develop your own capacity to handle these things, but you want somebody that speaks your language. You know, I'm going to speak to you very different business owner to business owner than the language I'm going to use with an attorney or with a corporate executive who's been you know, climbing the corporate ladder for 30 years, we're going to have two very different vernaculars when it comes to uh, how we communicate with each other. and. I'm not an expert in that arena, right? So um, small business, sure, I can lend a lot of insight, no matter what your small business is. But if you are an accountant at a, not your own accountant, but you're an accountant at, you know, in Charlotte, for instance, where I used to live, um, at one of the monster accounting firms, I can help you figure out why you want that promotion, but I'm not going to have the technical skill to tell you, you know, you need to be proficient in these five things in order to position yourself to get that promotion. That's where you would know those things. We just talk about why do you want to get there in the first place and what's holding you back. And that's a topic for a whole nother video, which is inner critic and saboteur and all of those other things. So number six, feedback and evaluation, you know, as a coach, if we're working together, I'm going to develop your soft skills. It is very much your own personal development. There's there's going to be kind of constructive criticism on, on how do we want to move forward, but when there's not a specific task at hand that we're trying to accomplish... It's, it's more soft. There's more of just a framework around it. So there, there is no right. There is no wrong. You know, it's where do you want to go next? 
And I don't necessarily like this way, but I know when I went to Brown, you know, we started when we were going through our um, individual mentor feedback is what it's called. But you're coaching a coach this who's been in the industry for 20 or 30 years. And you start every session with, what would you like coaching on today? Silence. And a lot of coaches do it that way. And that's what they would call peer coaching. I am more of a hybrid in my own personal practice where it's typically I'm working with small business owners and entrepreneurs around the world. So I'm going, I take my coach hat off. I say as much in our sessions and I put my consultant hat on and I say, you know, tool for your toolbox. This is what I've done. It may work for you. Um, So the feedback is different. When you're with a consultant, it's going to be a little more harsh, a little more critical. There's again, it all goes back to what's the outcome, right? The, when you hire a consultant, you're looking for a very specific task to be completed. And if that task is not on track to be completed, they are going to tell you under under no guise of, <laughs> of softness, um, hey, man, you're, we need to step it up here. This thing is not happening. This is what they hired me to do, you know, put up or shut up. So that's the difference in, in feedback. Um, client engagement is kind of the same as we talked about in uh, number two, but it's... Um, and that's number seven, by the way. It's it's very transactional. You know, coaching engagements can go from a month to three months to twelve months. You know, I've had folks that have been with me from the very beginning. You know, we're going on two years together. I've been with my coach for a very long time because the value is still there, the accountability is still there. There may not be, for instance, what we do with the Waves method. Once that's set, you know, you can run with that for the rest of your life. So we may not be working on those specific things, but I still need that person that has that accountability. And I liken it to going to the same doctor for 15 years. Your doctor knows your history. He knows your struggles. He knows the drugs you've been on. He knows the surgeries you've had. You can go to a new doctor and they can read your chart, but it's not the same as somebody who's who's been with you for a long time. So I hope that makes sense. But the um, the engagement with a consultant is is very specific. And it is, I am here for six months. I'm going to increase revenues by 50%. Here's how we're going to do it. Here's how you're involved. And we have KPIs along the way that are going to tell us if we're doing that successfully or not. So, um, and that's scope of work. You know, that's number eight. And um, again, you kind of see a relating theme, hopefully, in a lot of these, you know, what the difference between a coach and a consultant is. A, a consultant is going to outline their scope of work, just like you're building a house. You hire a contractor, they're going to say, here's what I'm doing and here's what it's going to cost. That's exactly what a consultant is. There's an expert in your industry. They're an expert at building the house. They are going to tell you, here's what's required. Here's the subs I need. Here's how much it's going to cost. And here's what the house is going to look like when it's finished. It's exactly what a consultant does. A coach, again, is very open-ended. It's what you want out of the session. And as you develop, you know, we like to say we we solve a problem so that we have a better problem to solve the next time. And your problems just keep getting better and better. And I remember listening to a mentor of mine who went on to, you know, fill arenas with people. And he said, you know, when I first started, my problem was how do I get 10 people to show up to my event? And then it's, how do we get a place big enough to hold all the people that are coming to my event? And it's still a problem. It's still a challenge. It's just a better challenge than you you started with before. So that's very similar to how the coaching relationship goes. You may come to me with a, with a very, it's just a mindset shift. You can't get yourself, you know, you need to make a change in your business, your life, your relationship, doesn't matter what it is. And you can't get yourself to take that first step. And we do that deep dive through the waves method to say, you know, why are you taking that first step? And we do future visioning exercises if you take that first step. 
step, what's it going to look like? And are you going to be happy when you do it? It's like a crystal ball. And then that step changes. So we get you to take that first step. You do that thing. You put the 10 seats at your event. And now it's, how do we get 100 seats? How do we get 1,000? How do we get a place big enough to hold 1,000 people? So better questions, better answers, better life, better business, right? So um, number nine, outcome orientation. So um, coaches prioritize kind of your overall development and well-being. Are you ready to unlock the tools within you for powerful change? What if I told you that there was a proven formula that turns your deepest desires into reality? Here's the truth. The story you tell yourself about why you can't make it to the top likely doesn't align with reality. You have the tools within to conquer these monsters and more. We just need to tap into this immense power. In our best-selling book, Million Dollar Flip-Flops, we dive into a proven formula, the Waves method to overcome those inner monsters and so much more. What drives you at your core? Why do you get up every morning other than a paycheck? Do you have a statement of purpose that guides every decision you make? Roderick Lenhart's Waves Method delves into these questions, guiding you on a journey of self-discovery and success. You need to get your copy of Million Dollar Flip-Flops now at milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash book. Take the first step towards the life you've always wanted. Once again, it's milliondollarflipflops.com forward slash book. Don't wait, act now, and embrace your journey to success. Now, back to the show. It's not that you can't do those things on your own. You absolutely will. I have no doubt that you will accomplish the thing you set your mind out to accomplish. A coach just speeds up that process. And typically, at least in my work, I want you to be happy and whole <laughs> while you're doing that, for lack of a better term. So, you know, anybody can can start a business and make $100,000, make a million dollars, make $10 million. But what do you really want out of that? Like for me, I want freedom and autonomy and connection with people. Those are some of my top values. And when you work with me, we'll determine those for you, but money, more money might not be the answer, right? So as we progress along, we want to make sure that you're developing as a person and you're happy with that person while we build your business, while we get better relationships, while we're, we're more healthy, et cetera. So hope that makes sense. Um, with a consultant, you know, you're, again, you're hired to achieve this specific thing. And uh, they don't really care about you as a person. They might, you know, but uh, that's not that's not why they're there. They're not there to make sure you're happy at the end of that year. They're there to make sure that, you know, we cut expenses by 50%, period. Then that's success for them. So that's the difference. Um, and then flexibility, you know, we'll touch on a little bit, number nine, this is the last one, but it's probably the most important. And my goals with you as a client evolve as you evolve as a client. And, and if you've never been in a space where someone just listens to you, and I have other videos on why you shouldn't take advice from friends and family and loved ones, and why I think everyone needs an outside party with no skin in the game to assist them on their journey, whether that's a sports journey or a business journey or a relationship journey. Um, I have four coaches right now, technically in different areas of my life. I very much, that's why I've personally, that's why I've done as well as I have, you know, no, no big deal. Um, and I don't say that to oppress you. I just say to, you know, impress upon you that a good coach believes in coaching and they also believe in coaching for themselves. So 
it's just something to think about when you when you engage with a coach. Think about how long am I going to work with this person? It's really important. You know, if we hop on a on a call and I call it a demo call because we actually do some strategy with you, it doesn't cost anything. You got to really jive with that person. I've got to jive with you. You know, it's in my world, it is more of an interview of you. You know, you see the value based on maybe you read the book or we met at a live event or um, you went through one of our courses. You're like, oh, hey, that guy's pretty neat. I like, like the words coming out of his mouth. Let me see if maybe this one-on-one thing is for me. And you fill out an application and, and uh, you know, we bring you in for a call. We got to get along. Like if you don't feel that in the first 20 minutes that you're talking to somebody, that is not a good fit. And that's okay. I'm not trying to work with everybody on the planet. You know, I want to work with people who light me up just as much as I hopefully light them up. And you should recognize that really early on and not try to force it. And that that is regardless of the person's pedigree. You know, if you if you go to a coach and you're like, man, this guy has got all these accolades, he's done all these amazing things, but he's just kind of a dick. Well, you're probably not going to want to work with that guy for 12 months. And, you know, coaching in general is a lot of inner work. It is I ask the right questions, but you got to do the work in between sessions. All we're doing is finessing that during our time together. And I'm, I'm giving you these achievable things and things to, just to think about that certainly in Western society, we're, we're not taught how to think about, you know, in 75 years when I'm on my deathbed, what if my whole life was wrong? That's what we're trying to avoid as a coach, in, at least personally in what I do. You know, we're a consultant, you know, there it's a much it's a rigid project scope and it's, there is no flexibility and it's, I'm hired for six months and we're doing this thing. You know, I might be an expert in it, but you might not like me while we're doing it. And I always think of the Bob's on office space, but anyway, all of that should give you some real clarity on, do you need a coach? Do you need a consultant? And I'll leave you with one last thing. Coaches or consultants shouldn't be working on your past. And that is where a therapist comes in. Or if you have severe mental trauma, you know, there's a time and place for, for both. And therapists are typically working on your past, why something that happened to you that is that is causing you to think a certain way, act a certain way. And coaches work on the future. So we are, what's this going to look like a year from now, 10 years from now, and how do we get there? And how are we happy along the way? So I'll leave you with that. Thanks so much for stopping by. I hope you dive into some of our other videos and we'll see you soon. I hope you enjoyed the episode today on the Million Dollar Flip Flop Podcast. Make sure to hit subscribe on your chosen platform that you listen on. If this episode made you think of someone, go ahead, take a screenshot, and share this episode with them. Or post it on your social media to share with your friends. You can catch the show notes for this episode and any mentioned links in the description of this episode. If you want to see more behind the scenes with Roderick and his guests, be sure to find them on Instagram. It's also where we can have deeper conversations on these episodes. It's where we hang out in between episodes. Go to www.instagram.com forward slash million dollar flip flops. Until next time.